Baal is our lower demon and the monster. In the name of Baal and his daughter Jew, thank you for being with the Persian Magi. This is a pagan religious program coming to you from Iran. If you are into paganism, please subscribe and push the bell to get reminded of our new programs. Especially today's program is important because it's about our most prominent devil, Baal. El is Cronus. The Canaanite mythology is too much like that of the ancient Greece. In ancient Greek, there has been a family of titans. Cronus as a titan was the father of the Olympian gods, and here in Canaan, El is the father of the Canaanite deities. El has a wife called Asherah. Asherah means a whore. Even now in Arabic, Ahera means whore, and Asherah means a woman who communicates with men. El has three sons. Their names are Mot, meaning death, Yam, meaning sea, and Bel, which is devil, demon, and deity of sky. Furthermore, El has three daughters, being Shapash, Ashtar, and Anat. El of Canaan is equivalent to Koranus of the Greek. The similarity is to the degree that Cronus too has three sons and three daughters. Three sons of Cronus from elder to younger are Hades, the lord of underworld, Poseidon, the lord of the sea, and Zeus, the sky and storm god. His daughters are Hestia, Demeter, and Hera. Therefore, we can see that Mot of Canaan must be equal to Hades of Greece, Yam equal to Poseidon, and Baal equal to Zeus. Baal is Satan. The Canaanite mythology that we are talking about is from Baal cycle, written in the 4,200 years old clay tablets of Ugarit, while the Greek mythology is from writers of around 2,700 years ago, so the Canaanite version is at least 1,500 years older, and as we see, the Canaanite model is much closer to the truth, and Greek mythology has distorted a lot. In the Canaanite mythology, Baal is Satan and represented by a bull or ram. I know it is strange that Baal is a bull, I mean at least... 4,000 years has passed and the languages have changed a lot, but it is not my fault that these two words are strikingly similar. Baal is the bull, the bull of heaven, the king of sky. Bible calls him Baal and biblical literature has had a role both in eradicating and spreading out the culture of Baal. Baal has a strong presence in Bible as the nemesis of Jehovah, and we can claim that names like William, abbreviated as Will or Bill, are taken from Baal. Actually, in Hebrew, letter Ba stands for both B and V. Therefore, Baal is pronounced as Val too. 
just like Baal means Lord, Valley in Arabic means the Lord. Baal is devil. Since Baal has been the most prominent lord of the world for thousands of years, the past 2000 years of Christianity and Islam has not been able to remove his traces. Baal is the dying and returning demon. Mythology today wrongly calls the epic of Baal as the Baal cycle, but Baal cycle means he dies and returns to life, thus making the whole world live again. In English, the word wheel is taken from Baal, meaning cycle. I dare say even the very verb will, meaning the want and intention to do something, is remaining from Baal or Bill. We mentioned earlier that in, in the European cultures, the devil is number two, which is denoted by de, do, di, or de. Now that we know about the Canaanite family and will or will, we can tell you that only this son is de. He is the number two, and he is two. De is will, therefore he is devil. Let me say again. Baal or Baal is devil, because Baal is will. And this guy is number two or the, thus Baal is basically and characteristically devil. And no one else is devil. You cannot call anybody else devil. It is customary in Bible to call every kind of evil creature with the name of devil, but we have to clarify that devil is only Bell, and no one else is. Again, since Bill or Will is number two or De, therefore his name De and the Will together make devil. His name cannot be one part because he is the devil and everything about his majesty is two. Bell is demon. Bel is a moon god or lunar deity. Bel is the father of three daughters, which one of them is the god. As we have already said, the father of the daughter in Magi model is the moon, later in the form of Balhamun of Carthage or Carthage. Too, we, we see that he is the moon. Therefore, we agree with the Carthage that Bel is the moon. In the other hand, if we check the Sumerian mythology, we see that Enlil, which is equal to El, is the father of Nana or Sin, the moon devil. And this Nana is the father of Inanna or Ishar, the god. Therefore, the father of God, who is female, is moon and he is number two. Thus, he is demon. I mean, Baal is the day who is moon, therefore he is demon. This is why devil and demon are synonyms and both refer to Baal of Canaan. You don't need to call him the devil and the demon because it automatically contains the in the beginning of both names. This is why you guys use the in the beginning of any important and special word, because he is the giver. Baal is the dying and returning demon. His Majesty, the prominent demon Baal, married his own mother Asherah, 
This is what makes him the most sacred. He has three daughters from his own mother, and as we said, it is the most sacred thing for the Magi. But when this collides with the patriarchal El, a huge conflict arises. Baal as the devil is the lover of his mother Asherah and his sister Anat. Based on the traditions of the Arabian Peninsula before Islam, the names of the three daughters of Baal are Allat, Manat, and Uzzah. Allat or Allani, according to the ancient Hurrian mythology, is the girl imprisoned in the underworld. We know that this epithet is too important because it means she is the god who is buried alive, equivalent to Persephone. Her Ugaritic name being Arsai means Arz, which is Earth in Arabic, and I meaning Moon in Turkish. Thus, it can be understood as the Earth of the Moon or the underground Moon. That's true. This girl is the earth, while Baal himself has the heaven and underground. Here we have a situation that El, the father titan of time equal to Kronos, is against Baal, and he does everything he can to kill him or bring him down. El first sends Yam, the sea monster, to kill his brother Baal, but Yam is not successful. Then he sends Mot, the death and this time Mot kills Bell. Anat is in love with his brother Bell, and after she finds the beheaded body of Bell in the border of the underworld river, she takes Mot, tears him to pieces, burns his body, and throws his ashes to the wind. Thus, after Anat destroys Mot, Bell comes back to life. Bell Cycle and Moon Exactly here lies one of the most critical points of the mythology. From this moment onwards, Baal becomes the dying and returning god, or you better say, the dying and returning demon. Just like Osiris, the Satan of the ancient Egypt. Osiris was killed by his brother Set or Death. Osiris needs to be killed to become the lord of the underworld. In the meantime, when you look at Osiris, he is mummified down from belly, while his body is green and living, meaning from belly up, he is on earth. This makes Osiris Rabbul Alamin, meaning the god of the two worlds. Rab meaning god, as it is used in words like rabbi and reverend. Alam means the world, and Alamin means two worlds, being the heaven and underworld. That's why when one dies, you would say he has gone to heaven and you would look at the sky while you bury his body underground. If death doesn't kill Baal, he, I mean the Baal won't become Rappel Alamin, so he should die. Baal is already the lord of the sky or heaven and here he becomes the lord of the underworld too. You may ask what happened to the earth itself. Earth is the girl, and it is always she, not he. Thus, Baal has heavens and the underworld, just like Osiris does. But Earth is the girl with whom Baal has relationship from both sides. You might have noticed that the dead souls travel from Earth either to the underworld 
or to the heaven or sky. It means dead souls go to the Lord Baal. He has these two worlds because he is two and devil, while the earth is unique and she is one. Baal keeps returning periodically and cyclically. This is what Osiris does too. If he doesn't return, he will be only the lord of the underworld, not both worlds. The king who has traveled to the underworld in the beginning of the autumn comes back in the beginning of the spring and becomes alive again. And he, when he becomes alive, the earth comes back to life too. The return of Osiris in the ancient Egypt was marked with the floods of the Nile River. The cyclical nature of Baal is exactly what makes him moon. Moon means cycle. Every man is moon. It means Baal is the role model of every man. That's why words like man and moon are similar. During the month, there are times that the moon is absent. It is the time when Baal is in the underworld. And even when moon is back, there is waxing and waning. Moon is a traveler. It doesn't remain fixed. While women are stars, the girl in Hebrew is Bet, meaning home. Moon passes and travels over the fixed homes of the stars. That's why he is a traveler that vanishes for part of the month. All dying returning gods are lunar deities, and all are male, like Osiris and Adonis, or of course, Bel. This is why the Magi and all followers of the ancient religion had a lunar calendar. Monster, the crescent and star symbol. Even the shape of the moon is important in the Baal cycle. When it is crescent, it has two horns. Baal is a bull and it has two horns. We know that he is Rabul Alami, meaning the bull devil of the two worlds. These two worlds or realms are the sky and the underworld, while the earth in the middle is his daughter and the god which is a star. How can a star representing the earth be in the middle and a moon protect her from both sides, from above and below? It is easy. The crescent moon has two horns and he will keep the star between his two horns. You might think, oh man, they don't understand that the crescent cannot contain the star because a crescent means only a small part of the moon which is shining and the other part is dark. So the dark part cannot contain the star. No, we understand that. But the two horns here are the heavens and the underworld, while the earth is the star or girl which is between the upper and lower world. That's why this star should be exactly between the distance of the two endpoints of the two horns. The moon and the star formed this way is the moon star or monster. Maybe the word monster reminds you of something scary because the book of Bible has been too scared of demon and his daughter. And they think whenever the monster is formed, it is time for Armageddon. But the monster nations nowadays have totally lost and forgotten the meaning of this symbol. You might have wondered when you see the crescent star symbol on the flag of Turkish countries like Turkey, Turkmenistan, or Uyghurs of China. It means they have been worshipping the father and daughter, 
but now they don't know the meaning of their most important religious symbol, which is the monster depicted on their flags. Even Muslims have moon and star on the top of most domes of their mosques. We had discussed before that mosques are completely Magi structures. Since Islam has basically been a Magi religion, the monster symbol is the only thing remaining from the time when Islam has been pagan. Muslim countries like Pakistan have adopted the symbol in their flag. But I'm wondering if you can uh, find a single Muslim who knows what the true meaning of the symbolism is. As long as Turks and Muslims have forgotten the essence of their highest symbol, which means monster, it means monster is sleeping. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say that the Magi monster nations are Turks and Muslims. The monster is against the book of Bible and Quran and the usurper gods Jehovah and Allah. If a Muslim or Turk is helping Allah, he is against the monster, even though he has it on his flag or highest point of his minaret. This is how the cycles of this world work. One who has been the very original proponent of an ideology thousands of years ago is converted from inside through thousands of years and know he is fighting against the devil while he is still holding the flag of devil in his hand. This monster has been asleep for thousands of years now. Since this time has been too long, it has been t entered the fairy tales of movies of modern times. I'm, I think I remember somewhere it was in Lord of the Rings or Hobbit that the dragon monster was sleeping on a treasure of gold. Monster is a male name. We have already said that XY names are male while XX names are female. Since moon in the beginning of monster is man or male and the star is female, this is an XY model making the whole name monster a male. Some tend to depict this flying monster as a dragon. The idea of dinosaurs germinating from fossil eggs was first proposed in Spielberg's Jurassic Park. That's true. For us, it means even though the monotheistic religions have killed the monster for thousands of years, but the remaining fossil eggs will bring back the whole Jurassic era. According to Spielberg, this is too bad, and the present world is too good. While we don't see anything but slavery in the world that Bible has made. In the Game of Thrones TV series, when the Age of Dragons has already finished, someone gives three eggs to Daenerys Targaryen. The eggs are us. It means the monster dragon of Magi. The whole effort of the movie is to prove that it's good that dragons are gone and Daenerys could be much worse than Cersei Lannister, but I think the series backfired because everybody fell in love with the mother of dragons. All very clear that what dragon did to the King's Landing in the end was imposed to the film in order to ruin the picture of the hero who was quickly becoming a role model for the modern world. 
the biblical literature is too much scared of the monster and devil, and they are right to be scared. Monster or devil is their nemesis, because Bible has even stolen its own name from our Lord Bell. لبيك يا بال لبيك لبيك لا شريك لك لبيك إن الحمد والنعمة لك والملك لا شريك لك